0: Your circumstances do not get to determine the person that you can become. Your circumstances have no right, it does not get to even cast its vote on what is capable in your life, on the possibilities and the things that you can accomplish and achieve in life. Your circumstances do not get to determine who you can become. Today in my mentorship program, it was probably by the grace of God, it was one of the most powerful uh, mentorship sessions I believe we've had to date since I've started it. I've never seen so many eyes open, so many tears flowing, and people realizing for the first time so many times we look at our circumstances and we allow our circumstances to tell us what are the possibilities in our life? We allow our circumstances to literally come and have a seat at the table and give its opinion and cast its vote on who we can become or what we can do. So, for example, we look at our results and we look at I don't have a lot of money or I don't have a lot of support or I'm in this, this situation. I can't accomplish anything great. Nothing good can come from this. I can't do this or do that or pursue this dream or start this business or what have you. I don't have much. Many times we get caught looking at the circumstance, looking at the result. And one of the things we talked about today, and I'm so grateful to God, I'm so humbled. I studied for about eight hours on Saturday, eight hours on Sunday, just studying and studying and asking God to just give me wisdom. I'm so humbled by how he moved so powerfully in our live uh, group mentorship session today, because today was one of the first days I really saw the scales come off of some of the eyes of people, you know, where they, well, you, you can see them just looking at, wow, you know what? That is true. I, I, my circumstances do not get to determine what can become of my life sure there are challenges. We all go through it. I know that. And some people are in extremely difficult, challenging situations. And I want to be sensitive to that. I want to be sensitive to that. But what I am saying is, with God, all things are possible. And one of the things we talked about today, the subject today um, for my mentorship session, I think I called it the dream killer or the dream snatcher. And we we walk through about three important things that keeps us from pursuing our dreams what are some of those things that hold us back and we talked about you know paradigms and um, which, which is nothing but a multitude of habits by the way but we talked about paradigms and we talked about how important it is that um, our subconscious you know our mind so so how, how important it is that we are aware of what we're learning what we're teaching ourselves and how we feel about that because that impacts our, our actions our behaviors and our behaviors that's going to impact our results So we walk through all of that, but we really, really put a really strong focus on looking at our circumstances and how we are giving our circumstances permission to have a vote at the table with determining what we can and can't do. Remember, we talked about that. Our circumstances, or in some cases, some people say our results, our results are only an indicator of what was in the past. It's an indicator of what was in the past. But it does not get to determine because I grew up this way, because I'm going through so much, because I have no support, because I'm tired, or because I have no money, or because my business is not going in the direction I want it to go. And it never has. And no matter what I've tried, it hasn't worked out. This must be what's going to continue to happen in my life. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. And that's what we talked about today. And and in my mentorship program, what I'm so grateful uh, for, there are business owners, entrepreneurs, there are people who've never ran a business in their life. You know, there are people who know their Bible from front to back and in and out, and there are people that's never picked up a Bible in their life, and I love what God is doing. I love, I love, I love what I'm seeing, and I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that we we all, under this big umbrella, we all have our fears. You know, we all come together with our concerns and with our doubts and with our, our hindered dreams, our hampered dreams, I should say. And at the end of the day, what I'm discovering is we all really do want to love God. Sometimes we just, we just don't know. You know, the Bible teaches us our, our people fail for lack of knowledge. I think sometimes we just don't know. And I'm speaking for myself. I'm not talking down to anyone. I'm speaking for myself. There's so many things that God is revealing to me now. And opening my eyes up to see your circumstances don't get to make that determination. Of course, we go to God first. That's number one. We go to God first in prayer. You know, we go to God first in in figuring out who we are. God, who do you say I am? Who do I say I am? Of course, that's number one. But we also need to focus on our mindset. You know, some people call that personal and professional development. What mindset are we operating from? Is it from a scarcity mindset? Is it from a mindset of being fearful? Is it from a mindset of just being afraid or so discouraged? Because so many times in life things didn't work out the way we planned or the way we hoped. And so we look at those circumstances and we allow it to define what's possible. That's why one of the things we, we talked about in, 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 the, in the the workshop session today, because at some point about halfway through, um, I open it up just for everyone to kind of share and talk. But we talked about the importance of not allowing any negative conversations to come in your surroundings. In other words, let's say you have a dream or you have an ideal about something, you know, you're not going to entertain those negative thoughts. You're not going to entertain the, the the naysayers and the people saying that that can't be done. You're dreaming too big. Who do you think you are? How you think you're going to start this or do this or do that in your situation? Who do you think you are? There was a couple of people that commented on that, that sometimes it's so hard to keep that dream alive. A dream is like a little baby. Think of like a little baby, you know. Some, they said sometimes it's just so hard to, 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 to hold on to that when so many people are like, you can't do this. You're too old for this. You're, it's too late. Nothing's ever worked out. You don't have the resources, right? Or maybe people begin to act a little funny with, with you when you begin to head in a certain direction. You have to protect that. That's why the mindset is so important, it's so important. No, no matter what mentorship you decide to get, even if it's just reading books and watching videos, it's so important that you guard what you're feeding yourself. It matters what you are taking in. I had them, um, I had them listen or, and watch, rather, my video book Necessary, uh, because in my mentorship program, the video book is, is, is in there, so they can just literally click a button and watch a chapter, and I had them focus on chapter one. And as you all know that chapter is called uh, a letter to the enemy part 1. And in that chapter if, if you recall I talk quite a bit about how the enemy almost had me. He's such a good liar. And he was talking to me and making me m- making me believe that things were not possible in my life. Remember when, when when Satan speaks he when Satan lies he speaks his native tongue. He comes to kill, steal and destroy. So, so many times we can sit there and we think we're not doing anything wrong by letting those negative cycles run over and over and over in our minds. When really what we're doing is we're just programming ourselves to think negatively. That's why you got to guard what you're taking into your mind. You know, guard what you're taking in. You know, what are you bringing into that conscious part of your mind? What's coming in? You know, are, are you watching television most of the time and listen to the radio or on social media most of the time? Or are you feeding yourself? If you all would have seen me, I spent about Saturday and Sunday each about at least eight, nine, if not 10 hours studying, learning. Of course, Bible and scriptures, that was a huge part of it, but also reading other books, learning from, from educators, learning about the mind, learning about our thinking process, learning more about professional development. All of it comes together because I'm feeding that part of my mind. And, I'm, and it's almost like you're forcing a new, a new. some people call it a paradigm, right? Because the paradigm, you know, I guess that's in the, I shouldn't say I guess, that's more so in the subconscious part of the mind, that that, that second tier. But you're feeding that information into your mind because you want that subconscious to begin to accept it. And, and, and that's where the feelings and the emotions are. You know, for those of you who are in, in that industry, you know what I'm talking about. That's where, and, I, and I'm learning that. I, I'm still learning this, and it's really changing my life because you, you're, you're, you're understanding that what you take in is what you then begin to accept and believe. And so if you're feeling pretty good about yourself because of all the things you're learning, You know, you're careful with the people you're around. You're not entertaining negative discussions, right? And you're beginning to feel some kind of way like, wow, I think I can do this. Wow, I know my results say this, but this this is what I'm beginning to believe I can do. That that impacts your feelings, your emotions, you know? And you may say, well, Z, what's the point of that? Well, baby, that then impacts your behaviors. The body is just going to do what the mind is telling it. That, be, that, that impacts your behaviors. That impacts how your day's going to go, how you're going to plan, what you're going to do. And then that in turn impacts your results. That impacts the results. That's why we can't look at the results first. Our circumstances do not even get to vote. It does not even get to sit at the table and give its opinion. You have a right to decide that you are going to grow from whatever circumstance you are in. You have a right to decide if you are going to grow from whatever circumstance you are in. Now, if you all have read my book, Necessary, you know I've been through a lot and who hasn't, right? Any of you probably could have written it because we all have been through a lot. And when life was falling completely apart for me. In my marriage, in my finances, my son was dying. I was going through so much with my kids, betrayed by friends. I mean, it was just so much happening at one time. I had to decide. It started with a decision. Am I going to let this take me out or am I going to allow God to grow me from it? Am I going to invest in me? Personal development, spiritual development, professional development. Or am I just going to give in? And so I said, no to my circumstances. You don't get to decide what comes next. You don't get to decide. That's why that chapter is so important, a letter to the enemy. Because that letter to the enemy is me telling the enemy, you thought you had me. You thought you won this. You lied to me. You fed me lies. And it sounded so good. I was believing everything. I thought my life couldn't get any better. I was looking at my circumstances and how I grew up in poverty and how my mom, you know, was doing the best she can when she was going through an abusive relationship and how we moved around 22 times in one year. At one point, homeless. I had to make a decision. And thanks be and glory to God for lifting me and carrying me. Let me make that clear because it wasn't all me as God lifted me. But I had to make a decision. I'm going to grow from this. This situation is not where my story ends. It's just a new beginning. Your circumstances do not get to determine who you can become, my dear brothers and sisters. I know sometimes life gets hard. I know. I know. And I know sometimes it gets discouraging. Because you've been trying and trying and trying and you don't see your way out. And that's part of what we talked about today in one of my mentorship sessions is that sometimes you can be trying over and over and over again and you're praying and you're like, God, where are you at? Where are you at? I'm, I'm, I'm praying, I'm praying and I'm not seeing the results. That's why I say the personal development is just as important. Are you aware that you need to set habits and routines in place so that you can shape and, 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 and replace old paradigms with new paradigms? Now, when I say the word paradigm, that's nothing more than a, a, a you know habits, like a system of habits and things. I won't go into too much detail, but I talked about that today. I even drew a little house because um, I, I stand and draw on my wall when I'm when I'm teaching. I have dry erase walls. And I even drew a little house, and I went over a passage. What passage was that I went over? I went over the passage in about Luke eleven twenty four 24 through 26, um, and that was that passage that talks about when evil spirits, you know, leave a house and the person get it all clean and in order, but then they, they come back with even more spirits and take over the whole household. And um, and I drew this house on the board, and, and the whole premise that 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 I drew behind it is, now that you've decided to clean out your house and get things in order, what are you going to replace it with? okay so you decide I'm uh, uh, you know what I'm going for this dream I'm going for this goal I'm gonna stop doing all these things that's hindering my walk with God I'm gonna start reading some books I'm gonna start doing this I'm gonna get it right okay good so what new paradigms what new what new habits and routines are you putting in place baby to safeguard and, and, and keep you on that track you can call it paradigms you can call it habits call it whatever you want what, what are you replacing and that's what we talked about today and I gave an example of one of the things that I do, I set an alarm. I have an alarm set on my phone three times a day—morning, noon, and afternoon. You may say, "Well, Z, why do you do that?" Well, I have that set because it reminds me to to remember. Okay, what kind of paradigm or what kind of habits and things am I belief systems am I operating from in this moment? So it's almost like an instant wake up call. So when it goes off in the morning, I'm like, "Okay, what am I focused on right now? What 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 habits and routines do I have in place?" It's almost like a reminder, even even with, you know, working out and exercising, which is something I really don't enjoy doing. I had to set some some boundaries and some some things in place so that I can be held accountable so i can be held accountable. And there's a number of things i've had to set in place and i'm still working on some things. <laughs> I'm a work in progress, don't get me wrong. But there's a number of things i've had to set in place so that i can so that i can build new habits, you know, have have new routines and new things in my life that 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 brings in a new operating system. You know? Because i'm i'm being conscious of what i'm bringing into my mind, right? Then I'm responding to that with forming habits and routines and things in place that impacts my behavior, right? Or my actions, I should say, right? And then that's going to determine what my new results are going to be. So my old results, my circumstances, it don't even get a say-so. So, in other words, I look at the circumstances like, wait a minute, you ain't got the money to be doing this. Wait a minute, you don't have the support to be doing this. Wait a minute, you don't have the education or, 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 or the systems in place to do this. Wait a minute, you, you, you haven't been taught this, you know. Or wait a minute, how can you do this when, when, when your relationship or your marriage or whatever it is, is is this way? How can You can't grow through that. Now, if you all read my book, you already know what I'm talking about. There was times I was so limited in this cage mindset that I thought, I'm going to say this and I'm going to stop because I can really get going. You guys know me. I thought my situations had to change first in order for me to change and grow from it. Don't that make sense to you? It made sense to me. It made sense to me, baby. I thought first the situation's got to change. Then I can think clearly, right? Then I can pray more, right? Then I can begin to put some things in place and begin to grow, I didn't know God specializes in growing me from those dark places. I thought the circumstances, the outside needed to change. I didn't know that it was the inside that was so important. Now, that don't mean some things did need to shift and change on the outside, so I want to be clear on that. If you're getting abused or you're going through some serious situations, absolutely get the help you need. Please. please please. But I didn't know. I didn't know for me in my life with my story, the greatest change needed to take place on the inside. I didn't know I had a choice. I didn't know I even had a decision to be made on if I could grow from it. I thought my circumstances was controlling me. And so when I thought about the possibilities of who I could become, I only knew to look at the circumstances first. And then make my decision from that. I didn't know I was doing it backwards. I didn't know I was doing it backwards. I didn't know first I need to be looking up to God, right? Praying, meditating, reading my Bible, surrendering to him. That's number one. But then I didn't know the importance of the mindset change. That's where a lot of people get stuck. That's where the dreams die. You know, you can go to God and get the vision and get the motivation to get the dream right and feel good for a couple of days, right? Until you get to your next sermon or podcast or whatever it is that kind of hypes you up for a moment. But baby, if you don't have the mindset change, then what? So if you're not even aware of the, um, I, I won't even use the word paradigms. You know, that's the way I talk in my mentorship program. But if you're not aware of the paradigm systems you're operating from, so if you're not aware of the mindset changes that you're operating from, or let me put it another way, if you're not aware of the same old habits and routines, right, that you've been doing over and over and over again that's impacting your results, your actions and your results, if you're not even aware of it, how can it change? How can it change? That's where we get stuck sometimes. And then we think it's God's issue. Like, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. Why isn't it changing? Baby, what are, what, what are you doing to, to put some new things into your house now that you don't cleaned it out? What new habits and routines and convictions do you have that you're setting in place? How are you going to hold yourself accountable with that? Does that make sense? So your circumstances don't get to determine who you will become. It doesn't even get to sit at the table and cast a vote, baby. I can only tell you this because I'm a living witness and I'm living through it even now. Your circumstances don't get to determine that. I'm going through it now. I'm going through it now. I'm going through it now. I, I wasn't gonna go into this, but you guys know I'm an open book so I tell you everything. Even in my mentorship program, I had some insecurities at first because I was like, wow. Um I'm not some licensed coach out here, right? I know I love God with all my heart, mind, body, and soul. I know a lot a lot about business and things like that, right? Been, you know, business owner many years, and this is what I do, um, you know, uh, with, with running companies and such. And I know I love God. I know I've counseled a lot of people through the years, you know, in terms of Bible study and, and things of that such. But in terms of stepping out on a platform you know, trying to, you know, create something that to really help and raise up leaders and people that are going to be pillars in God's kingdom and, and all facets of life. Right. I was like, whoa, this, this is not God. Is this really, that's why I spent so much time in prayer because my circumstance is telling me, um, who do you think you are? Who, who, who do you think you are? How do you think you can have an impact on people and and, and help change lives and, and be trying to mentor people? Where are you getting that from? That's what my circumstance tries to tell me. But then I go to God and I see who God is telling me who I am. And then I focus on the mindset changes. Wow, let me read more books. Let me find out more about personal development, professional development, mindset changes. I mean, there's so many books that I'm reading. It's amazing what I'm learning, how it all comes together. It all comes together. So when the Bible talks about faith as being sure what we hope for and certain what we do not see, now I see it in the spiritual realm like, wow, okay, I get that. Right, But then, then I can apply it and be like, oh, that means I'm supposed to sit, sit down and use my time to also think and imagine. Use the creativity, the visions God has given me. Call things that are not as though they are. Oh, I need to imagine myself being on the other side of that mountain, which is what I teach inside of my mentorship program. I teach them to sit for four minutes and give themselves permission to dream. And while it sounds so easy, it's so very difficult for some people. Give yourself permission to be on the other side of wherever you're there is and sit in it. And then I tell them, I said, describe it. How does it look, baby? And it's so amazing the changes that are being made in the lives of these people. It's just, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And even today, some of some of the changes and decisions they've made and areas they're growing in. Because when you when you sit and you visualize it. And you, you allow God to to give you the dream, and then you hold on to it and you visualize it. You bring that into your mind. That's a mindset change. And despite my circumstances, I'm giving myself permission to dream. I'm giving myself permission to be on the other side of that mountain and see what God has that's possible for me. And then you begin to to feel it and and get emotions behind it, and you begin to believe it, right? That's when you get into that subconscious, right? And guess what happens with that? It begins to impact your behavior. Your actions are a little different. You start walking with your head up a little bit more higher. You start taking a few steps out there and doing some things that seems impossible. You start doing some things that's like, how are you doing that in your situation? Who told you you, you can do that, you know? And that's when you start to notice people try to keep you in that cage mindset. But your actions are are, are like, no, I got I to match what's going on in my mind. And right now, God is telling me some things. Right now, I'm reading books and this and that, and I'm, I'm getting mentored, or I'm watching videos, or I'm doing whatever, and, I, and I'm filling myself with positivity. Now, I call that walking in faith, right? So you begin to implement that into your life. And guess what happens when you begin to step out there on that platform and do some things that people feel are impossible for you? Or, or they question, who, who do you think you are that you can even do this, right? Guess what? That begins to impact your results. And now you got new results that's starting to meet you at the door. New results are starting to meet you. That's why I said in a couple podcasts ago, I don't know if you remember, everything you're searching for, baby, is already searching for you. But it's not this version of you. It's the higher version of you. And that's why I say your circumstances don't have any say-so whatsoever. Your circumstances do not get cast to cast a vote. Your circumstances do not get to determine who you can become. I love you all. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. I pray you've been encouraged.